Welcome to Interruptions Podcast, where we have heartfelt and sacred discussions about our culture, faith traditions, and community. We invite guests who are open and willing to share their journey and disrupt the silence on their personal and professional interruptions that have impacted their lives as it relates to emotional wellness. My co-host Kathy and I are passionate about every episode and are committed to providing actionable advice that you can apply today to reinvent yourselves and on your life journey and encourage you to develop a path towards healing. Welcome to Interruptions Podcast, where we have heartfelt discussions with our guests about personal and professional experiences in their lives that have disrupted their lives and how they have found a different pathway towards healing and reinventing themselves. I am one of your co-hosts, Reverend O. And I am the other co-host, Coach Kathy. Hey, Odell. How are you? I am well. And you? I'm loving it. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I, listen, I love being in the studio. <laughs> this is this is better recording than in my office, closing the door, making sure the camera's correct. <laughs> making sure nobody's interrupting <laughs> us. Did everybody eat? Does everybody have the TV on, not coming in where we're recording? And not, I do. I love it. This I is- love it. Yes. So we are still in the studio for another recording. Mm -hmm. And our guest today is Tanya Johnson. Tanya Johnson's full-time career is the application analyst number two at Yale New Haven Health System. She'll tell you what all that means. So we're going to welcome Tanya to the stage, to our classroom, our platform, our internet, our podcast. Our podcast. We're we're welcome. welcome. Hi, Tanya. Thank you. Hello, everyone. (laughs) So go ahead. Oh, so Tanya, um, you're well, one, we have to ask you, uh, please tell us what that means, an application analyst at Yale New Haven Health Systems. So by trade, I am a computer programmer um, and that's what I went to school for. I'm a computer programmer. I love programming. I love messing around with the applications and stuff like that. Uh, What I actually do at Yale is I create reports for uh, doctors, nurses in any administration throughout the health system. So I work a lot with the community practices. So I build relationships with the community practices to get them the data that they need from the system. So that's basically what I do. What do these reports tell them? Um, Their financial reports. uh, Sometimes their reports based on diagnosis, uh, procedures that were done, Mm -hmm. um, just patient reports as far as like um, appointments and schedules and Mm -hmm who has an appointment, who may owe, still owe a balance and stuff like that. Okay. So, yeah. okay. so it's a wide range of reports. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. But thank you. And where'd you go to school? I went to undergrad at Baruch College in New York, in Manhattan. And I went to graduate school at Sacred Heart University in Fairfield. Oh, okay. All right. All right. And you're originally from Brooklyn, New York. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Our last guest was Brooklyn. from. It's something about New York. Something about New York today. <laughs> so your full time job is not why you are sitting in this chair today. This, the guest gonna be like, we're gonna talk about IT today. Mm-hmm. That's a different topic. No, we are not talking about IT. Tanya's in the room with us today because, one, we are all Mount Airy folks. We all go to the same church. 
We all have had leadership roles in the church and have known each other for a very long time. Tanya, like most of us, has struggled with her weight. And at some point, her weight became an issue for her. And we all have struggled, especially we call it pandemic weight. You know, I've gained too much. I didn't exercise. I've sat around. And it makes me a little bit uncomfortable. Tanya decided to do something different about her weight. So can you share with us how you decided or what was the tipping point for you to say, yeah. I need yeah. to change the way I look because I'm unhappy with my weight? Yeah. So um, I, it actually started prior to the pandemic. I was I was going to say, I think it's so for weight, we say the pandemic, but I think yeah. the weight issue was prior to, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So yeah. my whole thing started prior to the pandemic. I was working out and everything. I would, I was going almost every day, going to the gym. Um, my trainer, I was going to a trainer. My trainer uh, committed suicide back in, in like Labor Day weekend. And um, this was 2019, I guess, because it was the year before the pandemic. And um, after that happened, then I had surgery and I just, kind of like got out of the mood to work out. And I was just like, that's it. I'm not working out anymore. I don't feel like it. I didn't want to connect with another trainer. And I just was like, I just don't want to do this anymore. But then- um, Was it was the surgery related to no, weight? It was no, something it totally- had absolutely okay, nothing okay, to do with great. that. It was, okay. it, it was actually, I can say it. It was actually fibroid surgery. It was okay. to reduce the size of my fibroids. Okay. But um, I just- I just had lost my zeal, I guess, to go to the gym. Mm -hmm. And, um, and you know, with him being gone, like, you know, I just was like, All right, I'm done. But I start, and I started gaining more and more weight. Mm -hmm. And then I started noticing I was getting all these ads on Instagram for this trainer. And I kept saying, who is this guy? And why do I keep getting these daggone? Uh, ads. Uh -huh. I was like, I don't know him. Who is this? Right. So I reached out to Odell because I knew she went to that gym. And I was like, who is this guy? Is he any good? Like, is it even worth me checking it out? Well, she put me on the phone with him and I ended up signing up. His prices were great and everything. Okay. Signed up with him. Um, and the whole thing was, I just was sick of the way that I looked. Mm -hmm. I, I was gaining too much weight. I was up to 162 pounds, which to some people doesn't sound like a lot, but for me, it was too much. I'm five, one, five, two. It, it was just too much for mm -hmm. me. So um, met up with him. His prices were great. We started working out and then the pandemic happened. Mm -hmm. Everything shut down. And I'm saying to myself, okay, there's no way I'm going to get bigger <laughs> while we're in lockdown. Like it just cannot happen. So again, I'm scrolling Instagram. I found this program. I signed up for the program. It's called the heat challenge. Yes. Started doing that. Um, this guy is out of Atlanta, signed up for his program, started doing the program. I loved it. I was all in mm -hmm. like working out two, three times a day. Once the gyms opened back up, I, Still was doing the program, still working out, doing that program, as well as doing whatever workout my trainer had for me. And then, um, you know, eventually that kind of like 
tapered off because it was just it was starting to be too much. But but yeah. I still keep in touch. I still go in and out of doing that program, and I still keep in touch with the with the group. So with the group, okay, yeah. the heat group. Yes, the okay, heat challenge group. So. Okay, yeah. But I want to go back a little bit mm-hmm. because I I want to say his name, and we gloss over it. But I want to, you know. I want you to say the name of your coach that committed suicide because we something that happens in our community is suicide and it's the, the rates are starting to to get higher mm-hmm. and you all had been friends for years yes he had his own business he was a young black man mm-hmm. and i remember when it happened that it was um very traumatizing for you yes and i saw you withdraw mm-hmm. now tanya and i are big for let's go out Let's get something to eat. Let's have some breakfast. And she just withdrew. And Cam, because I met Fulton Fitness in West Haven, and Cam had started, and I'm watching this young man train people. And I wasn't going to switch to him, but I watched him. And then when she called me and said, hey, what do you know about Cam? I'm looking at his accountability, you know, the the, the shift in people that I see come in, the, how they feel about coming in. I'm listening to what the other trainers have to say about him. So, but you had something specific that you were looking for in a coach. Mm-hmm. What were you looking for that made you decide, other than me saying, yes, I see him, I think he's a good guy, I'll yeah. put him on the phone for you. Mm-hmm. What What was important for you? I think even prior to that, though, what was important that you had with the old coach? What was that relationship like and what made you withdraw from that personal kind of that personal touch? Like the thing about. okay, so my old my trainer that passed away, his name was Troy and Troy and I were friends first. Mm -hmm. Like we we I met him at L.A. Fitness. He was the trainer that was assigned to me at L.A. Fitness. But then he left LA Fitness and started his own business. Okay. So after a couple of years, I finally went and joined him at his new business once he got settled in a, a particular spot. But um, Troy and I had become friends mm-hmm. where we could, I could explain to him like what was going on in my life. And he still could, you know, he could work around that to be able to help me to get through any challenges or whatever. And he would say, you're fighting with your boyfriend come in we'll work out you know (laughs) (laughs) and it was like and and that really helped me so it was like if I had a stressful day at work going to the gym was always my thing so I even have a t-shirt that says uh working out is my therapy and that truly was my mantra like working out is my therapy like I would go to the gym whenever I was having issues Mm -hmm. because we would go and we would just work it out in Mm -hmm. the gym so Mm -hmm. it helped you know, and then with when I um, found out about Cam, that was my thing. I was like, well, I kind of want the personal touch, but not mm-hmm. too much because I was I was leery of becoming close mm-hmm. to a trainer like that again. Mm-hmm. So and that's part of the reason I was scared to go back to a trainer because I was like, I don't want to get close to somebody again. And then something happens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, but. Cam was he he was and is of like mm-hmm. that you know he gives you that personal touch he works one on one with you like any injuries I could tell him look oh my shoulders bothering me today I can't do that and he'll modify the workout so that you know I don't mm-hmm. injure myself any further or if I have a bad day 
look, I had a bad day today. I ain't trying to do all of this, whatever, whatever. He would modify the workout so that it's something that I could get through easier. Like if it means just do cardio that day, that's what we would do. So yeah, Yeah. that helped me a lot. (laughs) So Tanya, for you, when you started to gain um, Mm -hmm. the weight, was that like an interruption for you in your life? Um, I would say yes, mm-hmm. because it changes how you it changes how you do things. Mm-hmm. Like, the, I mean, of course, there's the constant with your clothes. Trying to for me, camouflage my stomach was mm-hmm. always my thing. Like everything yeah. I bought, wait, it gotta camouflage my stomach, you know. Mm-hmm. But also, it just it changes how you feel about yourself. Mm-hmm. And um, I never got like, well, I didn't think that I was like really depressed. But looking back, I now realize I was Mm -hmm. and it it was just dragging me down. It was Mm -hmm. just dragging me down. Like I didn't want to do anything. I didn't want to go anywhere. I mean, I still don't really go a lot of places, but that's different. Now it's because I'm busy working out and trying to eat right. So I'm not going too many places. But back then it was I just didn't want to go anywhere because I didn't feel like looking for clothes. I didn't you know, I just didn't want to do anything. I was just in that rut kind of so so at some point you moved your workout into beginning challenges what made you decide to do that the challenge competing competing challenges however you want to so frame it. The, the challenge as far as like the bodybuilding yeah that's what you mean mm-hmm. so the bodybuilding thing what apparently it was in the back of my mind because a couple of people have said to me that they always knew I wanted to do it I never was a comp- competition type of person. So I'm like, I don't know where everybody's getting that from, right. but I do enjoy it. The very first competition, I gave everybody at the gym a whole big argument. Um, I am not getting on nobody's stage. Have you met me? I'm shy, blah, blah, blah. And they were like, you're going to do this. Team. Right. You're going to be fine. You're going to do this. So got through the first competition. We get there. And I was nervous. Like, I was so nervous. My mother watched the video. Some, one of my friends recorded it. And my mother looked at the video and she said, my poor child, look at your legs. My legs were literally <laughs> doing like this. So, but I got through it. And when I came off the stage, it just, the feeling was just, I can't even describe it. It just felt yeah. so good. So, and I fell in love with it after that. I was like, okay, so we got to start getting ready for August. And next thing you know, I'm in North Carolina and stuff. So I just really enjoyed it. And losing the weight helped, you know, it helped with my confidence and everything. Um, it just made me feel a whole lot better. Like a lot of um, like health issues that I was having, which was I didn't really have a lot, bless you. I didn't have a lot of health issues, but I did have acid reflux. I had serious acid reflux problems and I was on medication and everything. Mm -hmm. I have no issues with acid reflux anymore. So as of recently, the doctor tried to tell me that I had, um, I had a really bad sore throat. I thought it was strep throat. She tried to tell me it was acid reflux. I figured out what it was. I was taking too much vitamin C. Oh, that's, <laughs> so that's funny. What it was. It wasn't really <laughs> acid reflux. So, and I'm thankful for that. I was going to say, that's that, the least of your worries, that, right? Yeah, that's so I wonderful. I just stopped with the vitamin C because I was like, I can't deal with this sore throat thing. But yeah. So has your medication decreased now that you- I don't take anything now. Ooh, so, say wonderful. that again. I don't take any medicine. Only I only take vitamins. I take no medication. That now. is wonderful. That is, so. That's a blessing. Yes, yes. Yeah. So, Tanya, you not only addressed one issue, 
you went into this fitness to lose weight. Mm -hmm. You said competition, competing was in the back of your head. What does that mean? What was in the back of your head? You saw somebody compete. You wanted to do this, which I don't, we've, we've never had these conversations. No. <laughs> and I remember you at the gym when they said, you're going to be in a bikini. You're like, uh, no. So we're all part of a church. Right. So we all have this spiritual being within us. Right. And then this, the physical and the personal challenge. How did you get past that? Did you, were you challenged spiritually? I mean, how are my Christian friends going to see me? How am I going to see, how's my mom going to accept uh -huh. me? Can I do this? That was big. So with my mom, my mom still has yet to come to our competition. <sighs> and at, I, I, I told her, I just told her last week, I said, I was so mad at you because you would not come to any of my competitions. But I forgot that my mom did have a stroke and she lost the vision in her right eye. So she's she didn't want to admit to me that she was nervous about driving with her eye like that. And that's fine. Okay. But I just wish okay. she had told me that instead of me going through the entire season thinking mm -hmm. that she didn't accept what I was doing or she didn't support it. But um, getting on stage in a bikini was huge for me because at 48 years old, I had never been in a bikini mm -hmm. in my entire life. So I'm like, not only will this be the first time I'm in a bikini, on stage who does that so mm -hmm. i was like yeah i don't know so but then talking to my sister she was like but that's the thing who does that mm -hmm. she was like who can you say that you know that got to this point in their fitness journey or in life period to be able to get on stage in a bikini mm -hmm. and own it she was like girl get up there and own it. she said i don't care if you fall and slide across the stage from <laughs> your belly. Do it. So I was like, all right, all right, I'll do it. We'll see what happens. So that's how I ended up, you know, going ahead and sticking it out. But, and the whole thing with it being in the back of my mind, everybody keeps telling me that because I used to send Troy pictures. This is how I want my body to look. This is how I want my body to look. Uh, but I was never that person that said I want it in like two weeks. I just uh -huh. was like, this is how I want my body to eventually look. And um, if you look at those girls that I was sending him pictures of, they were either bodybuilders or they had the body of a bodybuilder. A bodybuilder. So that's where that came from. So, yeah, and it's funny because right. his son pointed it out because his son remembered. He was like, you don't remember that picture that you sent my dad or that girl? He was like, because I saw the picture. <laughs> so hmm. He was like, you must have always wanted this tea. You didn't realize. And I was like, I guess, but I I love it. I love it. And I and I want to come back and talk to you about the confidence of mm -hmm. this shift that has done for you. Mm -hmm. But Kathy, I have a question for you because you too are a certified personal trainer. I am. And Tanya and I both have, well, me, I'll speak for me. When I started going to Rob, I needed had not moved my body in about two years okay. because of the brain aneurysm. Mm -hmm. And I needed a specific type of trainer, mm -hmm. not some body that's looking at a tablet saying left, right, right. up, down, 20, 10, three yeah. sets and, and turn their back. Mm -hmm. So I was looking for a trainer that understood my restrictions and, and how to help 
built my my confidence was gone. Mm -hmm. My balance was gone. So you're a personal trainer. Mm -hmm. So you have customers that you have to deal with. Um, first of all, why did you become a certified personal trainer? So my journey of becoming a trainer was different. So I was not a person that grew up exercising. I, 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 you know, literally, I just didn't have to and never thought, thought about it. I just, you know, I just, I didn't, I would not gain a lot of weight. And so I didn't think about exercising. So I wasn't on like the track team or the cheerleading team in high school. That just wasn't me. Um, but then uh, my family uh, took ill. So then when I say my family, I would say my parents and then my brother and they took ill for what I consider, like no one can control an illness coming into their body. So I would say a cancer is something that invades your body that you really cannot control. But for the illnesses that they had um, in terms of being diabetic or, or overwhelmed, weight or, or heart uh, conditions, to, in my mind, it was preventable illnesses. And so, um, and especially when my mother became ill, because my mother was tiny, like um, Tanya's, you know, like five, one, five, but if, if that at all. And so, um, and that was important to me. And when I saw how the illness took over her body and their body and kind of changed their lifestyle, it was, uh, and then once losing them, it became even more important to me because I said, I didn't want to see not only a person go through that illness um, again, but also not to have a family member suffer that and watch their family members suffer mm -hmm. through an illness that in my mind, I had convinced myself that it was preventable. And so I said, I'm going to do everything I can to kind of stop this. And so I became a personal trainer so I could get health messages out to our community, especially on the importance of exercising, working out and taking care of our bodies and eating the right thing. So that was my my personal venue and in, in talking to women and even to men about the importance of going to see in the doctors and taking your, you know, whatever you have to do. You know, I'd rather take a vitamin than have to take a prescription. And so Absolutely. trying to get that message out to people. And in terms of the customers that come to me, yeah, everyone has a personal journey when they come. And for the most part, people are coming. The first thing is always, I think most people will say, I want to lose the weight. Mm -hmm. And then the next thing is, and I want to be in better health. Yes. And so one leads into the other, right? And so you do, you want to work that out. And so um, so I hear the personal journeys of people mm -hmm. and that um, even if you are overweight, you can still be feel healthy and feel confident about yourself and depending on the person. So if you, because you will see some, and I'm so happy that social media is beginning to change the sizes of models. So if you see commercials coming yes. on now, um, and even in magazines, and you will see some larger women that are dancing better than I ever probably could even think of. And you, they're lifting, you know, kicking that leg up and getting it over their head. And so that brings out a different consciousness of um, what what healthy equals. And so that person may have a struggle still with weight, but they're healthy, yeah. right? Um, and so they're not on medication. And so all of that, I have conversations and I don't allow my clients to ever say that they're fat. I don't allow that, no. Um, we, we are on a journey, it's a continual journey. And so 
if you are going out and everyone goes out and has a good time, right? And so if you're going out to dinner and you want to have that piece of cake or you want to have that fried shrimp for dinner, you know, it's not good for you, right? But then that's it. I don't want to see that you're doing that every single weekend, but right. you planned for that, right? Mm -hmm. And you know that, okay, the next day, water, 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 um, start to walk, get yourself back. You go on vacation. You, you need a vacation from your vacation. So you come back, <laughs> you know, come back. But true. even, you, it's true, right? And yes. even if you're on vacation, you know, take a walk. Go yeah. the longer way around. If you're at work and you know, and and you're in, you know, in the building, take the stairs instead of the elevator. And then, even if you go to, and I don't know how often people go to buffets now, but at the time, if you go to a buffet, pick. I don't yeah. even know if there they have. I don't think so, right? No, okay, so buffets are gone. Yeah, the pandemic has taken away yeah. buff, and that's one thing I am not sad about no <laughs> no but even my point was yes. e pick the healthier options right, right? right load up your plate more yes. with the healthier foods and even if you're going out to dinner load up your plate more have the salad before because that's going to fill you up a little bit more so you're yes. not going to be um so tempted to have everything else after that but and also forgive yourself you know get on the journey the next day but always to think because what you put in your body is what comes out of it out of your body right and so you all's coach's job is to keep you all motivated yeah mm -hmm. and life happens yes life happens to us where we have an interruption or something happens and we become unmotivated mm -hmm. so what do what does cam say to you to keep you motivated and what do you say to your clients to keep them motivated mm -hmm. what do you say kathy so I will call my client <laughs> and I will also know like, okay, what's going on for you this coming weekend? Well, I'm going out to a luncheon. Okay, well, great. They will not be surprised if they get a text while they're out at their luncheon. I say, don't put that bread down. You don't need it. Here's your salads coming soon. And so I stay in continual contact with my clients. And so it's important that they know I'm there for that level of support. You know, I don't feel like walking today and, and legitimately someone, some of them, you know, may have had like a knee, uh, like you said, uh, a shoulder injury or a leg injury. Well, great, because we're not going to work your shoulder today. And we're not going to work your legs today. We're going to work whatever hurts. We're going to work the opposite. And so yeah. that's not an excuse for you not to come to class. We will figure something out. So you mentioned your shoulder and your leg. Well, great. Cause we're going to work out at today so you don't need either one of them right <laughs> yeah. and, that's a good one <laughs> and what does cam say to you keep you motivated um he he always tries to find a way to work around it like if if i'm going out with my friends or whatever like okay well perfect example when i went on vacation mm -hmm. he was like okay you're going on vacation you know you want to compete this year so him and Rob basically said the same thing. Well, this is what you're going to do. You're going to stick with the protein and the vegetables. Mm -hmm. Try not to do as many carbs. So what what I did, because I was determined to have cake either way. So <laughs> cake is my weakness. So I was determined to have some cake. But I did exactly that. I had a lot of protein. Um, at the resort that we stayed at, they had um, flank steak every day and i knew that flank steak was good for me okay. so i had the flank steak with whatever vegetable they had usually it was green beans which i knew was better than other things i could have so i had the flank steak with the green beans and then i would have my little piece of cake at the, after i finished and my guy kept saying 
are you sure you're supposed to have that pink? And I was like, listen, little boy, I got this. So, that is <laughs> but, funny. yeah, I just stuck with the high protein and vegetables. So that's funny. So as we've all, you're, you're coaching, you have coaches, modified workouts are important for us, especially mm -hmm. as we get older and we come to you. We, we're not always honest with you. Like you said, you didn't tell Cam about one of your injuries. Mm -hmm. And I had to tell Rob all of my injuries mm -hmm. um, so that he would know what he was dealing with. So for me, it wasn't, you know, I'm going in the gym. I'm like, I used to. He said, forget I used to, mm -hmm. because now you can't. So it was about just to do this, just mm -hmm. the movement. Yes. And so much was modified for me that, you know, oh, I don't have to do. Oh, I, he said, oh, and you're doing the setup wrong. So this is how you really do a setup. Mm -hmm. And but because of the brain aneurysm, I had I can't go up and down. Mm -hmm. I can't do repetition where am I I'm going touching my toes and I'm coming back up or I'm leaning back and coming forward. So he really had to not just a set of seven, you know, do routines. He had to break up and modify. How creative, what, what do you all do when you need modifications? Well, um, so for this past week, I had to do modifications because I was getting ready for that show. Okay. And um, Rob had me lifting heavy weight for, to try to build up my muscles and everything. And the shoulder press, I have a bad shoulder. I've had a bad shoulder for years. It comes and goes, but for whatever reason, here lately, the way I sleep is really affecting my shoulder. Mm. I've bought every side sleeper pillow you could think of. <laughs> it's not helping. Mm -hmm. So when I went to do the shoulder press, he wanted me to use 40 pounds. I tried, but I couldn't even get here. Mm -hmm. I couldn't even get the weight off my lap. So I was like, okay, I can't do this. So I brought it down to 35. Still couldn't do it. 30 pounds. I was able to push it, but I couldn't do the 25 reps that he wanted me to do. Mm. So as the week went on, I kept lowering the weight. And he was like, Tanya, all I'm going to say is you better not get to five pounds. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I'm not going no lower. I promise. So I stayed at the 20 pounds. I was OK. But, it, you know, for me, modifications are usually just lowering the weight. Mm -hmm. okay. And it's usually only by five pounds. But with my shoulder, it's, it's, it depends. Mm -hmm. It depends on what it is. With the shoulder press. It's five pounds, but with like, um, I had to do rope pull downs with that. It was more because I think he had me at 60 pounds. I could not even pull it. Mm -hmm. So I had to drop it down to half, which was 30 pounds. So, and that was still a struggle, yeah. but I worked through it. So when, I, when the modifieds, it helps build my confidence. Yeah. It, because it's like, oh, I can do it. Yeah. It's not like I can't, yeah. you know, or I get defeated. And there's this this dumb machine that Rob has. And, <laughs> and, and I can't call it on, on the show what I really call it. But it's Rob's dumb behind machine, you know, and I've never been able to do it. Yeah. And I said, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. And then I learned to do, to modify was to work the other leg machines mm -hmm. And when my legs and knees got stronger, then I was able to do that machine. I said, Rob, watch me. <laughs> and it just made you self-esteem, the confidence, yes. mm -hmm. so that you can walk in and feel good about yourself. Mm -hmm. So yeah. 
What what do you do for your clients that come in? So in Tanya, at Tanya's level, what she's saying is absolutely correct. So she has, and she also has to know her body better than anyone. And especially, especially for women and even in the medical health field. So her, both for her are key. The fact that she's in the health field, but you have to learn to speak up for yourself because Mm -hmm. some people will push you beyond the point of where you really can do something. So she was brave to say, I can't do that. And so, but she also learned how to modify for herself so that she's still getting that workout in so it might be lowering your weight or increasing your repetitions and or both um and so for her that's a different different type of workout for the average person most people do um the clients come to me because they don't want to go to the gym because they're intimidated and so they go Mm -hmm. to the gym and they see someone i'll use tanya right they see someone like tanya in the weight area and she's just going 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 and they're like oh lord i can't do that nor do i look like her that will intimidate people right and so when i always tell my clients if and when you go to the gym you go for yourself do not look at anyone else around you Mm -hmm. um, because sometimes a they're doing it wrong and uh, and sometimes yes, B, yeah. um, they it, they're just there and trying to show off or whatever. Mm-hmm. You are there for yourself, so block it out. Put some headphones in. Get the little glasses. Whatever you got to do. Look at your TV that's on the treadmill or on the ceiling, wherever the TV is. But go for yourself. But they will come to me. So everyone that comes to me, they've been pretty truthful about modification because I've had the continual talks that um, it is important that you speak to me if something is hurting because you could do permanent damage to your body. You can. And so I don't want that. And then talk about demotivation, right? And oh, so now your yes. shoulder's injured and you don't want to do anything because everything hurts. There are things. So you let's start by walking, right? Mm-hmm. Let's just go for a walk. And that's motivation. Like, okay, did you realize that last week you were out of breath by the time you got to this mile? Uh, this week, you're not as out of breath, but you got through the mile. Look at motivating yourself to do it quicker or go further or so you build in those motivations like you said now you can do that that a workout machine but you know (laughs) for the for the average person even though you want to incorporate some weights in your workout for the average person using your own body weight is one of the best workouts that you can get it is and you will see results quicker almost when you're using your own body weight and you'll start to see those curves coming back and you start to see the definitions coming back and you feel great because you can control your body weight if you can control your body when you go to see a weight you're like okay i can take you because if i can lift this up then i can lift you (laughs) you know right if i can lift you up and i'm doing good and so that's you know and it's continual conversations and people do have to find that motivation within themselves so i will say okay you won't hear from me for the whole weekend but on monday we're getting back started again right and this is it you can't say no you just can't say no you can and it's so encouraging and it feels good you know i've had car accidents as i've written in the book and knee injuries and I could never run on the treadmill, but mentally mm-hmm. I psyched myself out. Yeah. Mentally I did it and yes. said, I can't run on the treadmill. Yes. And there was this boxer that is training as he's working out at the gym <laughs> and I'm watching him and I'm watching how he's running. And I said, I think I can do that. And I actually did it watching him 
Mm-hmm. He motivated me and showed me how to move my feet. Mm-hmm. And I said, now can you teach me how to jump rope like a like a professional? <laughs> <laughs> you know? So if I learn how to jump rope like him, yeah. I'm just going to be in. But yeah. I can now run a little better mm-hmm. on the treadmill, walk a little faster. And, you know, part of what we do to ourselves, we psych ourselves out. Yes. We do. Yes. And we say we can't. And I kept saying, I can't, I can't. Mm-hmm. And we've got great guys in the gym that goes, Miss Odell, you're doing it to yourself. Cut it out. You can mm-hmm. do it. And they push you and they push you to, to do it and mm-hmm. to do better. Mm-hmm. I watched the trainer tell his client that last week. She kept insisting, I can't do it. I can't do it. Mm-hmm. He was like, why do you keep psyching yourself out? Mm-hmm. And I told her, like, she came to me and she was like, he always says that. I was like, because he's right. Yeah, I said, You're I right. sit up here every day and say, I'm only going to do 30 minutes on the treadmill. I said, and all y'all laughing at me because I do that three miles, whether I want to or not. That's right. And it always takes me more than 30 minutes, but I get my three miles in. So I think that's just something in general. It's the fear of failure. Yeah. Right? So it's easier for me to say I can't so that when I don't, then I'm not surprised. Mm-hmm. But it's mm-hmm. that continual motivation. Yeah. So, Tanya, for you in your fitness journey overall, what has been your biggest challenge? My biggest challenge? Overcoming my fears, I guess, would be my biggest challenge. My fear of getting up there on that stage. Every show, I freak out just before I get on stage. Mm-hmm. Yesterday. My whole body was shaking before I got on stage to the point where as I was smiling, I could feel my face (sighs) shaking (laughs) when I was posing. But um, just overcoming my fears Mm -hmm. and and just getting out there and doing it, even with lifting, I love to lift, but Mm -hmm. there's certain weight that does scare me. But I keep going and keep going until I can finally get it done. So I would say that would be my biggest thing, overcoming my fears. You know, let's let's not forget, because you said as of yesterday, so our guests don't know what happened yesterday. So please tell us what happened yesterday, Tanya. Oh, so so yesterday I competed in a bodybuilding competition in Naugatuck at Naugatuck High School. Um, Why can't I remember the name of the show? I can't remember the name of the show. (laughs) But it was for the WMBF, IMBF, uh, I guess it was the spring opener for for this area. Uh And um, I came in second place in Masters Bikini and second place in Bikini Open short. Mm -hmm. So I I did well. I did well. And then when I went and spoke to the judges after, I found out that... um, they said my stage presence was great. Mm-hmm. My posing was great. Um, I just need to tighten up my lower body. So, okay. It, so that's my focus going forward. Now, is that tightening yeah. it up by working out or just in your format of posing? Uh, by working out. Okay. Because uh, they said that I need to lean out. So it would be by working out. Okay. But they said my posing is a lot better which I've been focusing so hard on my posing because I knew that all last year, that was my critique, every single show. Your body looks great, but you're posing. So I made a conscious effort to every morning I would get up and I would work on posing for an hour before I would do my cardio. And then I get my cardio in and then I go on with my day. So I I guess that actually worked. So with all of this going on, all this discipline, let's talk about the discipline of fitness. 
because there is a discipline of yes, what we can yes. eat. And your how has this changed your social life with your friends? And what type of discipline does this require with you and food? Because, you know, I'm sorry, not to cut you off. So with all of this, food has gone up tremendously. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, cost of, of chicken is the cost of seafood. Yes. So you have a discipline where you need to work out and you need to eat right. right. And you have friends that want to go out because the pandemic, according to them, is lifting a little bit right. and they can socialize. Right. So what's going on? How's this affect you in that respect? So as far as going out, I honestly have not really been going out like like I used to. Um, my, my day is usually work, the gym and back home. The most going out I do is going to see my godchildren. But other than that, I really very rarely go out. So, um, and it has caused like, I won't say conflict, but it's caused distance between me and my friends because they still want to go out and do the things that we used to do. And I just, I'm not willing to do that anymore like the drinking and the you know eating just anything i can't do that anymore i mean yeah i could if i'm willing to like put down my goals but i i'm not i'm focused i want i want to achieve my goals so in which case i had to make a conscious decision listen these are things that you just can't do anymore so i just had to put them down so we do still speak but we just don't go out as much as we used to. So have mm-hmm. you lost any friends? They just I have. I have. I have had people say, mm-hmm. Well, if this is if this is not what you're doing anymore, I just can't hang with you. And I'm like, all right, that's cool. You know, it wow. is what it is. I, I look, I can't force anybody to be my friend. So it is what it is, you know. Mm-hmm. But I have gained a lot of friends also because I've met a lot of people doing these competitions and doing you know, just being in fitness, you know, at the gym all the time and everything. I've met a lot of people. So I've built new friendships. So I have those friends as well. And they understand what I'm doing and what I'm going through. So they get it when I say, okay, listen, I can't go to that party because I can't, you know, I can't be out late eating and drinking and stuff. They get it. So. Mm -hmm. And how does it affect you in terms of the price of food in terms of are you organic food? Are you farmer's market? What are you doing? How did you work this out? Well, I still shop at Stop and Shop, but things are expensive. And honestly, prepping for these shows is I all I can say is God, because <laughs> I do not know where the money is coming from, but I've been able to get through it and not necessarily stress. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. I have my days where I'm like, oh my God, what am I going to do? This bill didn't get paid. But in general, mm-hmm. I've gotten through it. And um, it, it is expensive though. It, it does become expensive because a lot of what I eat is like for the past two weeks, I've been eating fish and either string beans or fish and asparagus. Asparagus does it's... not go on sale. <laughs> So I don't care what season it is. It just does not go on sale. No. Although I did find out that in Stop and Shop in Milford, it's a little bit cheaper than Stop and that's Shop in Stratford. Better. But that's the only thing. Otherwise, you're paying $3.99 a pound. Like there's nothing you can do. So it, yeah. it does become expensive, but it's 
honestly, it's a price I'm willing to pay. So, okay. and I mean, really what it, what it kind of has helped me because it stopped me from doing all that unnecessary shopping I was doing because I'm like, no, I got to put my money aside for this. Mm -hmm. So I can't spend money on these little frivolous things that I really don't need in the first place. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. like I stopped buying my big old box of cookies and stuff like that because can't eat them anyway. So I might as well stop buying them. So, right. Right. So do you, do you find shopping at the farmer's markets helpful or you don't even try? I don't know where the farmer's market is, so I don't even go. Oh, well, there's plenty of them in Bridgeport, so you should check that out. Farmer's markets can yeah. be very helpful. A <laughs> friend veggies. of mine from church keeps telling yeah. me that there's one right by my house, and I, I keep blowing by it. Every time I drive that way, I keep forgetting that it's there, and I keep going right by it. So Yeah, yeah, yeah you have to find the more inexpensive yeah. way yeah. of doing it. So, um, so, Tanya, for you, and we know that it has been like a, a weight journey for you, and even just finding the goal that you wanted to achieve in your life. What has uh, the working out and um, just being on this journey, what has this done for your overall confidence? It's built my confidence a lot. Okay. Um, I, I've i always been shy and uh, introvert, but during the pandemic, I found out I was a real introvert. Like, I love being in the house. It's the best thing ever. <laughs> but... <laughs> but I I noticed that I open up more now, like um, like at the gym. When I first started at the gym, I didn't talk to anybody at the gym. I would come in, meet up with Cam, do my workout, I'm done. And you're done. Now I stay and talk and stuff like that to the point where sometimes Rob is like, Tanya, are you talking or are you working out? So, you know, but um, I do open up more now and stuff like that. But I mean, I still have my shy side, but. It's not nearly what it was. Yeah. So yeah. It, it's definitely helped me a lot. And it helps that I feel like my appearance is better. Now, mm. my appearance may not have been an issue before, but to me it was mm -hmm. because I didn't like how I looked. Mm -hmm. I felt like other people felt that way as well. So, but now I like the way I look. Like, when have you ever seen me in a crop top? Like, give mm -hmm. me a break. But I wear them now. Even when I showed up at my mother's house in the shirt, she was like, since when you wear those? So, you know, okay. it, it's definitely changed me. So. And I think that's important for people to know because it's not about the confidence of what, and that was only your viewpoint that yeah. other people were looking at you that way. Right. But it's really about how you feel about yourself. So mm -hmm. I think it's important for our audience to know it's about how they feel about, about themselves. themselves. It's not yes. the way that Kathy looks at you and how you see yourself or the way Tanya. And we shouldn't be comparing each other, ourselves to mm -hmm. other people, but it's really about how you feel about yourself. And I think that's so important. And I was actually asked that a friend of mine asked me, did I go on this journey because of a guy or if my ex-boyfriend was saying that I was too fat? And I was like, no, I've been fortunate enough that I've never dated a guy that would say anything to me about my weight. I've never had that experience. So I, I can't relate to that, mm -hmm. but it was me. Yeah. I didn't like the way I looked, and right. it was all about how I felt. So this was completely my decision and it was never you know anybody else saying anything to me about my weight so 
So, Tanya, thank you for sharing all of this with us. Um, And we hope that your journey and your decisions have helped someone in our audience to make that decision just to go, you know, if nothing else, to go on a new health journey. To And you can start by, I loved the way you said, well, now I save my money because I don't buy that bag of cookies. And so um, I think that's that that's one way of what I tell my clients, just start with something small so because sometimes when you start too big yeah then you defeat yourself you do you get overwhelmed and so they're like oh forget it i'm gonna go buy my bag of cookies and so instead of doing that just start something small and start that journey and it just starts with getting rid of that bag of cookies and taking that walk and getting up a little bit earlier maybe and working out more in the morning or in the afternoon fine and that's important too to find that time of day that That works works best for you yeah that's important to know so thank you so much Tanya Um, because what Odell and I try to do and share with our audience is that interruptions can be um, not always a negative thing they become part of our life but it's how we uh, use that interruption and what we do with it and where we go with it and so again thank you so much for sharing that journey thank you Thank you for being here. Keep saying yes. All right. Don't forget to click on the subscribe. You can find us on our YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Please register. We have great shows coming this summer. So please click subscribe and like our show and share it with others. Thank you.